This sermon audio is presented to you by Pastor Tommy Brandon and Calvary Church of Fort Worth. For more information, visit our website at calvaryftw.com. In the book of Matthew, chapter number 24, today I'm, I'm continuing in the series that I'm in called Set for Life, Set for Life. If you missed the first two weeks, they're available on our app and also on our website. You need to listen to those week number one and week number two. Today is week three, and my subtopic today is making a difference. Everyone say making a difference, but now we're going to come on top of that and say together. We can all do our part, but when we do it together, a difference can be made. Matthew chapter 24 In verse number 14, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. Did you notice the progression there? The kingdom of God will be preached to all nations and then shall the end come. The end cannot come until all nations have heard the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Do you you catch this? Jesus is not returning until all people have heard the good news of Jesus. Now, if we were to go back in time, say before the automobile, we would know that it's going to be difficult for everyone to hear the good news. If we were to go back before airplanes, we would think it's going to be a long time before everyone's going to hear the good news. If we were to go back before television, we would say it's going to be a long time before all people are going to hear the gospel. If we were to go back before the internet, before satellite, we would say it's going to be a while But ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to report to us and just remind us that because of technology and because of burdened people, men, women, and students of God that every day are flying out of airports to go to places uh, of far reach, there are people that are hearing the good news of Jesus Christ. In other words... When all people hear the kingdom of God preached, then will the end come? I believe it's safe to say that the end is near. That is not a statement of fear. It's a statement of we are fulfilling the prophetic word of God that all people groups are hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And guess what? That's what this whole thing's about is making sure that all people hear the good news that Jesus not only lives, but Jesus saves. Come on, somebody. Clap your hands to the Lord today. This local church, we're doing our part on the team the team of kingdom-minded people. We're, we're just a team, mate, with all the other incredible Christian churches in, a, in the world. We're just teammates with them. But let me tell you what we're doing here in this local church, something that you can be proud of because of your faithfulness to missions. One of our leading partners that we partner with is a ministry that has one unique niche, 
and it's called Messenger International. Messenger International is a ministry that we've been partners with now for a few years. It's led by John and Lisa Bevere. And what we do with them through our giving and our support is we're putting the word of God, the word of God is being written into all dialect and languages known to man and hundreds and thousands of copies literally are being taken around the world. I may never go to China. I may never go to Turkey. I may never go to a third world country called Houston, Texas. I may never go. There are places around the world that I may never get to go. But here's the thing. They don't need so much a preacher They need what's being preached. They need the word of God. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't think I can get any more excited about this. Because of Messenger International, the word of God along with other pieces of Christian literature are being put into languages that you've never heard spoken before, but yet it's reaching people of all dialect and tongue. This church at 700 McPherson Road, you, believe it or not, you are playing a role in end time prophecy being fulfilled. Now that's awesome. We think sometimes we accidentally wake up on Sunday morning and we rub our eyes and and we say, oh, we got to go to church. Well, that's part of it. But little did you know that way before you woke up that our mission's giving was sending this beautiful book of living truth into homes around the world. That, my friend, that melts my butter. I'm telling you, that is exciting. Another thing that we do here is we have boots on the ground ministries around the world that we partner with. Physical men, women, families that have given their everything to their location around the world. We support our friends in India. We support them. We bless them. And uh, we have uh, trips that have been made available to us in 2017. If there's anyone of interest wanting to uh, attend a trip to India in 2017, uh, we've we've been presented the package, Bishop Ron and I, just last week at one of the ministry gatherings that that we were at, and Bishop Santos Thomas, which has been to Fort Worth with me. Uh, I've had had relationship with him now for uh, about, about eight years or so, and, and he has an incredible work in India. So if that's of interest to you, we partner with India. My friend, Tony Miller, that has preached in this pulpit many times in Lithuania. You may never go to Lithuania, but yet this church is represented in Lithuania. I've been following him on social media here in the last week, and I've seen maybe 10, 12 or so baptisms just in the last month in Lithuania. And part of that comes because he can afford to be there. How he can afford to be there is because there's an incredible church in Fort Worth among many, many others that say, we're gonna come together. We may not can do everything on our own, but when we come together, we can do incredible things, even in Lithuania. We have two partners in the nation of Haiti. 
I was just declined. I just declined an invitation to go back to Haiti. I've been there many, many times, and I was just invited to go see the flood relief that is going on in the month of November. It didn't work in my schedule, but but my friend Doug Barker with Mission of Hope Haiti that we love so much, he'll be here this month to give us updates on what we've been able to do in Haiti, and then of course our Haitian brother Benit June is there. I was just with him, and we're, we're active in Haiti, man. We, we, not your neighbor say, he's talking about you. Yeah, you and me, we are literally doing ministry in Haiti. That's incredible to know that you're sitting in Fort Worth, but yet you're doing ministry in Haiti. And then last but not least, uh, for years now, we've been active in Nicaragua and, 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 and uh, it just seems like God just continues to stretch us and bless us to be a blessing to others. But this is what we do here. We know that Messenger International, if you'll see my reasoning and my thinking, this is how we work missions at this church. It may not be the best way, but I feel this is our way. We have Messenger International taking Bibles around the world. We have a few hand-selected relationships of men and women that we know that we can trust with the gifts that you give and we sow into them in India, Haiti, Lithuania, Nicaragua. But then what we also are aware of is that you don't have to cross the street to find a mission field. It's right here in Fort Worth. Well, we do our pulpit ministry here, but we take our pulpit ministry and put it in a shoe leather And we partner with, in the city of Fort Worth, an incredible team called Project 4031. Project 4031, they're not going to preach a sermon. They're not going to sing a song. What they do is they make dreams come true for those that are on hospice care. It's a niche, unique, beautiful ministry that when a family has a loved one that's on hospice care that this church partners with Project 4031 to go into that environment and do a special blessing in allowing them to have family members flown in, allowing them for one last event to take place in their life before they're called to glory. It's a very beautiful thing to witness those lives being touched. We partner with our teen pregnancy center. I wanted to give a shout out to my friend Candy. I did this in the first service. You were not there. I do it now in your presence, Candy McLean, and to you, Brittany Jenkins, along with so many others. We partner with our teen pregnancy centers. I'm excited. I, I, I was available and I've said yes to an invitation by Candy. I'm going to be Tuesday night downtown Fort Worth at the Omni, uh, just trying to see what we can do to raise funds for these pregnancy centers. This has turned into an awesome ministry right here in our church that's just starting. We don't claim to know it all, but we do claim to have a burden for it. And we're just starting a small group ministry that helps unwed uh, teenage and single women that, that, that find themselves with child, but they also find themselves without a support system. Guess what? We're now a part of these pregnancy centers to be the support system for that young lady. Come on, you can do better than that now. Because they need the right people in their life. Can I get an amen? Amen. And then last but not least, a shout out to my friend Carol Whitworth because of her love and efforts. We're partners with our food banks and clothing resources right here in our city. Let me me quickly move. Let me shift gears because I don't want to keep you all day. 
What I'm trying to get across is we're going to make a difference, but we don't have a lot of time. Now, you could either choose to say, oh boy, that was scary. Or you could choose to say, oh man, I need to maximize my time. Well, how much time do we have, Pastor Tommy? When do you think Jesus is returning? How much time do we have? Is this the end times? Are we living, Pastor Tommy, in the last of days? Well, I can't answer you when Jesus is coming, but I can tell you you're living in the last of your days. All of you that received your worship guide, matter of fact, let me take this opportunity and ask, is there anyone that did not receive a worship guide? I need to know who you are real quick because we're fixing to do something that I want everybody to participate in. Anybody not receive a worship guide? Raise your hand. Hi, 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 hi. Oh, that's awesome. A few of you didn't get it, and we're going to get them to you right now. Way over here in this corner and in that back corner and in this back section here. And we've got a group right here in this section. I need everybody on the move. Everybody moving quickly. All right, here we go. We're getting them now. If you don't have one, lift your hand real high where we can see you. You're too handsome and too pretty to lift it like this. Lift it up. Lift it up. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. All right, everybody. In your worship guide, I want to show you something that I found really cool the other day. I saw this done, and I wanted to do it here in this service. Take out this out of your worship guide. There's a little white... A uh, little, little white piece of paper with a whole bunch of numbers on it. And this was so hilarious to watch in the first service because it was like this. <laughs> and then when that wouldn't work, there we go. It's printed very, very small and it's very small for a reason. It's not by mistake. On this little numerical chart, you'll see the number one all the way to the number 110. You ask, how much time do we have, Pastor Tommy? Well, do this for me. Just when, when do you, how long do you think you will live? You. I'm going to guess I'm going to live to 96. Why? Well, I just think I want to. <laughs> My grandmother lived to 96, and I think I'm just going to live to 96. I may, I may limp into it, but I'm going to live to 96. So what I'm going to do for me, I'm going to go down here to the number 96, and I'm going to bend this little piece of paper right there. I'm going to crease it. Oh, 96. Yours may be 78. Yours may be 104. Whatever you want to do. Find you a number. How long do you think? I want everybody doing this now. Hey, hey, it's not time for texting, Facebooking. I will call an usher and take your phone. <laughs> Look at me. Grab this and do this for me. There's a reason for it. It's not just wasting the paper. And I want you to tear, tear that portion off on what you f believe that your life expectant expectancy number is. And I want you to tear that off. And what we're going to do is we're going to lay that down. We're going to get rid of that. Why? Because we're never going to see it, right? We're not making it that long. Now, now I'm going to find my current age. I'm 42. I know you thought I was 30. I'm 42. And I'm going to go down to 42 and I'm going to bend that right there on 42, and I'm going to crease that. I'm going to crease that. And I'm going to tear off, I'm going to tear off 42. And guess what? 
What am I going to do with this? I'm going to lay that down. Why? Because I've already passed that. There's nothing I can do with that. You ask me how much time you've got left, you're holding it. This is how much time I've got left. That's not a lot. In the first service, a lady told me she didn't even have a thumbnail left. I looked at her and I said, I'm sorry for that illustration. I'm, I'm embarrassed. She said, I'm 88 and I just guessed that I could live to 98 and it wouldn't even fit on my thumbnail. And I thought, look at you thinking you're gonna make it to 98. I like that. I love her. She's precious. You say, how much time do we have, Pastor Tommy? How much time do we have? I don't know when Jesus is coming. Look at me, everybody. Look at me. Look at me. I don't know when Jesus is coming, but I do know I'm down to just this. That's why it's critical. That's why, listen, listen to me. I, I, I almost feel like I want to, I, I feel like kind of a, like a, a ball coach right now trying to wake somebody up. You don't have enough time to do what I know that you want to do for God. Well, how do you know I want to do something for God? You're in church on a Sunday morning. There's something in you that wants to do something special for God or you wouldn't be here. You are top shelf quality believers. You didn't sleep in today. You didn't call it quits today. You are the cream of the crop believer. You just need to be reminded you don't have a lot left. So let me tell you, I may not can tell you exactly how much time you have, but I can tell you some ways that you can make a difference. And then I'm gonna pray over you and we're gonna be dismissed. Number one, I wish we would all come together Everyone say, come together. And however much time we have left, we need to come together and we need to make a difference by prayer. Well, how can we do that? I'm glad you asked. Get your worship guide out again. I'm glad you asked because every single one of you today, whether you knew it or not, we have given you a country. What was the prophetic word? Until all nations hear the gospel, then shall the end come. There are 195 nations, ladies and gentlemen, 195. There are 54 countries in Africa, 48 countries in Asia, 33 in Latin and the Caribbean, 14 in Oceania, two in Northern America. Worldometers say that there's seven and a half billion people Seven and a half billion. Jesus is not returning until all nations hear the good news of Jesus. You know what this church in Fort Worth can do? We, just us. I mean, I feel like strutting a little bit right now. Just us. We can pray for every single nation on the planet. You've been given yours. And you may say, well, I've never heard of this. That's why you've got to pray for it. Just out of curiosity, did anybody get America? There should be a multiple of multiple Americas. Maybe they all got in first service. Anybody get America? All right. We're all going to take on America. Can I have an amen? Mine is the Republic of Bolivia. Never been to Bolivia. Don't plan on ever going to Bolivia. <laughs> 
But I can tell you right now, I feel honestly, I didn't ask for Bolivia. I feel honestly that this was just given to me. Then or what'd you get? Do you have a worship guide, baby? Yep, what do you, do you have a country in there? What is yours? French Polynesia, that sounds like some kind of food. <laughs> French Polynesia. We're going to pray some for, for some French Polynesians yeah. and some for Bolivia. Uh, Listen to me. You, you may not have any idea how or why you received who you received, but I know this much. They need to be prayed for. Well, what do we pray? Well, there's opportunities for prayer right there. What do we do with this now? Do I just throw this away? You, you feel free to do what you want. I'm asking you to commit, put this on your fridge, put this in your car, put this in your Bible, put this somewhere on your, at, at work, put it on your desk. And if somebody says, well, what's that about? Well, that's just somebody I've been praying for. You got family over there? No, no. I just want to pray for them because Jesus is not returning until all nations have heard the good news of Jesus. And I think this is something awesome that we can all be a part of and help and make a difference. Amen, everybody. Second thing, every single one of us in this room, boy, I preached this hard in that first service, Bishop. I just, I, I, I just. We can all make a difference together if we will all serve. You don't have to go to Bolivia to serve. You know where you can serve? You can serve right here at your church. But Pastor Tommy, I, I thought the whole idea of me coming to the church was to be served. You've missed it. You want to know what happens with people that come to the church to be served? They get mad. They get self-centered. They get critical. Because all of a sudden, church is all about them Aren't you glad it wasn't all about them when you weren't in them, but yet you came and you found Jesus? If it wouldn't have been about them, you wouldn't have heard the good news because it would have just been about them. The church has never been about you. The church has been about the lost and the lost that come need to be served because it's in the serving of others that opens the door of opportunity to hear about Jesus Christ. This is real strong, and, and I promise you, man, I'm doing it in the best way I know how with the right attitude because this is the kind of stuff that can really switch my attitude, and I can get a little grumpy about it because it's not about you being served. It's about you serving others. And you may say, Pastor, I don't really know if I like that. I was here before you. That's why you need to hear this sermon. It's about others. Okay, okay, then what do I need to do? You need to go through growth track and, and you need to ask Pastor Dustin Watts and you need to ask me, Pastor Tommy Brandon, how can I help make a difference in the church that I love? Because I'm here every week and I see all these people doing all these incredible things and I'm starting to feel like maybe I need to be doing something. What can I do? And I can promise you, I make this commitment to you. I won't let you do what you don't wanna do. I want to help you do what you want to do in the church. And you can serve right here. And then thirdly, if we'll all come together, we can make the greatest impact when it comes to our giving. 
This day's been promoted now for over a month and we've given all of you a target. We've given a baseline target. Our ministry of missions, we found it on Isaiah chapter one and verse number 17. Learn to do good, work for justice, help the down and out. Stand up for the homeless and go to bat for the defenseless. It's Isaiah 1.17. And for everyone in this church, we have asked everyone to have that target of $117 for missions. Again, we do it once a year. You won't hear about it next week. You won't hear about it next month. It'll be mentioned a year from now. And that's why we don't make any apologies for asking you and casting vision for you to be a part of the plan, to be a part of the solution for worldwide missions. Now, I felt led today to share this with somebody because on one hand, I feel real good about setting that target of Isaiah 117 for $117 per, per family. But on the other hand, I feel like I'm really selling some of you short of what you can do because some of you in this room, uh, 117 is, is, is not a stretch for you. And I'm going to ask you to stretch yourself today. And you may say, well, Pastor, I, I don't understand. I've already written a check for 117. Why don't you write another check for another amount? And, and, and you may say, whoa, I thought the target was, well, that is the target. But some of you, some of you, your target needs to be lifted. You know, if, I'm, if, if, if my target's always just, always just aiming at five feet uh, for, my, for my throw or my shot or my toss or my kick, if that's my target and I've mastered that, then I need to start backing up a little bit. My little girl's playing some little volleyball and it's so fun to watch them play. And, and I see what's happening. I've been noticing our coach, uh, his name is Paul, super nice guy. And I've noticed that once these, little, once these little fifth graders can start serving it at this particular position, after they get about three or four over the net, they're doing real good learning, he backs them up. And then he backs them up. And then he backs them up. And you can see that they're being stretched some of you, you need to stretch yourself today. You, your target's not 117. Your target's much more than that. And you, some of you are feeling that right now. You know exactly what I mean because you're thinking, whoa, I, I, I didn't realize I could go above and beyond that. You most certainly can. Matter of fact, I'm gonna take a chance and just trust our relationship today. This is me being very vulnerable right now. But I wanna share it with you and I only share it with you to hopefully encourage some of you so I'm going to put myself out there, so to speak. I asked Denora if she was okay with something. And she said, without question, I'm fine with it. I looked back at my missions giving. And my missions giving, embarrassingly enough, has been on autopilot for the last few years. Several years ago, I put my missions giving on auto draft on the online giving at the church. And I'll be honest with you, I haven't really looked at it in a long time. And I know I can do more now. My life has changed you have asked me to be the senior pastor of this church, with came, which came with more responsibility, and I got a pay increase here at this church. And the missions giving that I was giving was at my former position, and I think it's time that I increase that. Denora has been blessed with her job. She's a paralegal. And when I started looking at our missions giving, I, I, I knew I can't get up and preach about this if I'm not practicing it. So what we've decided to do is we've increased ours. And we've taken this 117 
and we're going to do it monthly. And, and luckily, she was on board with me and didn't say, adios, amigo. Uh, luckily, she said, sure. Oh, so uh, we went forward with it. <laughs> and that's what we're going to do. You say, why are you telling me that? Because I, I want you to think about this. Every single penny of missions goes out. We don't, we're not asking for more for us. Every penny's going out. Every dime given to missions, it's, it's released. So I'm, I'm going to bat for the defenseless right now. I'm swinging for the fence for India, for Lithuania, for Haiti, for teen pregnancy. I'm not looking for myself or, or this church. We got new partners. Anthony and Aaron are new partners. We've committed to them for this first year. We're not gonna, I don't want them under stress. We're gonna be blessing them through missions this year. But this is what I need from you. Why don't you stretch yourself today? You can do it by two ways, and then we're going home. Number one, we're fixing to take up a cash offering. Our ushers are gonna come, and we're gonna have a cash offering. But then also in your worship guide, you will see that there is a, a, a commitment card. And I wanna clarify what this is. Some of you come from different church backgrounds where there were pledges and they would literally call you and ask you where your pledge was, this is not that. No one will call you over this. No one. No one's gonna ask you, where is it at? No one. This is between you and God. And let me say it this way. If you'll ask God to give you X amount and then you pledge to God, I promise you if you will send it in I will send it out. All I'm gonna be is a receiver and a giver. Receiver and a giver. What happens, Pastor Tom, if it don't give and I made that commitment? Don't worry about it. I'm not gonna ask you for it. This between you and God. Well, in that case, I just wanna stretch it big. Why don't you stretch it big? If God's gonna give it to you, hold your end of the bargain and release it out. And I'm just believing God that above my tithe, and above my free will giving, I'm believing God. I'm going to have $117 every single month for a year that I'm just going to give to missions. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen. Who knows? But I do know this. It's about to go on autopilot starting this week in the Brandon house. And I just want to know if you'll join me. And let's do something special together in missions giving. All right, if our men will help us, we're about to uh, close today and then we'll go home and we're gonna have an awesome day and the Cowboys are gonna win on the road. Best thing he's ever said. The Lord is not gonna return until, well, I was about to be really sacrilegious. <laughs> Boy, if he's not gonna return until the Cowboys win again, we might be here a while. Yep. Somebody say amen. You receive the word today? You receive this? You feeling stretched? My job today is to make you feel stretched. Well, how does that feel? That feels uncomfortable. Stretching feels uncomfortable at times. But boy, when it's over, you feel better. Pastor Tom, I'm not comfortable with all this money talk. Well, you shouldn't have chosen this day because I've been telling you it's going to be about money. Pastor, I mean, I brought a guest today. Well, that means you hadn't been here in a month or you wouldn't have brought them today because it's about money today. It's what it's about. I just don't know about them preachers always looking for money. Get over it. It takes money. And what I'm talking about ain't even for us. It's for others. 
Why? Because they need it. Nor are sinners not free, man. Dude just took a huge step of faith to sign his name on a line for a year. And I'm not going to send him out there by himself. He's going to honor this house and we're going to honor him. India, good night. You think you're tight? Go live in India a little while. You think you got it rough? Go on down to Haiti for a day or two. You'll be home so fast. Just think what we can do. What we can do together. I close with this little, one little story. I saved it. I didn't give this in the first service because I wanted everybody to see it. Before the first service started, Rodrigo, something really cool happened to me as a pastor. I walked out of my office and I, he kind of startled me. This real tall, 14-year-old, good-looking, handsome boy just right in my face. He said, I don't have 117. And I was like, whoa, good morning. And he said, I don't have 117. And I said, I guess you're talking about money. I don't have it. I don't have any money, Harley, but I want to give you this for missions. 14 years old, and he gave her $10. It's cash. I see it through the little envelope. Here's the thing. You may say, well, that's cute. What's that 10 going to do? Well, it's 127 when you put my money with it. What's it going to be with yours? What's it going to be with that section? What's it going to be with this section? 14 years old, $10 bill. <laughs> it's just incredible. And I can tell you right now, this is the kind of kid, he comes from a, comes from a broken home. He's doing good. He's level-headed. I actually ate a meal with him recently. And, and the boy's just sharp. And I believe right here in Jesus' name that this is going to change that little I almost called him a toot. I guess he's too old to be a toot. It's going to change his life. I think that little $10 offering is going to let his vision be stretched. And when he's a father, when he's a father and a business owner, I believe one day this boy's going to be given $1,000 a month to missions. I believe it. All right. Everybody ready? You got your... Got your offering ready? You got your commitment card ready? Because when the plate goes by you, there needs to be your offering and your commitment card. Offering and commitment card. Both of them at once. Let me pray over you. Father, I pray a special blessing over this last service of the day. And I pray this selfless prayer because this is a selfless motive. I pray for every single person in the room to be stretched right now. We stretch in the very present sense because we release our offering, but we stretch in the future sense because we're about to make a commitment that if you give X amount to us, that's not going to pad our pockets. We've already made a promise. It's going to go to India or Lithuania. We're going to give it to missions. And I believe, God, you're going to overwhelm these men and women in this room. You're going to flood them with blessings. And they're going to overwhelm you because they're going to actually hold their end of the bargain. And they're going to send it out. I pray a blessing on this Mission Sunday. Our one-time-a-year offering. Let it be blessed in Jesus' name. And let everybody say amen. Amen.